Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where Uncle and Nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm Uncle. And I'm Nephew. And we're Talking Bears. Week 14, Bears host Texans. Come on, man. Yeah, that's how you end a a six-game losing streak. Go Bears. Man, that was a perfect game. It was. Yeah, that's all you can say. It was a perfect game. Top to bottom, perfect game. We looked good. We looked good. I'm I'm not going to lie. I I, I wanted to ask you about this because you mentioned – you mentioned previously about our season uh, dwindling and going downhill the way it did, and you were talking about prospects uh, moving forward. Um, this game doesn't look like we're um, like we're counting ourselves out yet. Uh, looks like we're still uh, trying to hold on and, and fight fight for some playoff hopes. How do you feel about that? Was it is this a good idea to beat a a struggling team with a with a bad defense? Um, you know, and uh, as if there's something there for this season, or, or do you think you know we should uh, kind of rest some guys to see what we have, and um, see um, how we'll move forward, you know, in the future. That's a fantastic question. I, I mean, that's so tough because you know you look up and uh, um, really it, it's 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 sad that it's come to this because. This game showed us the level at which we could play at. I don't believe any phase of the game has played at that level all year. The defense was the probably one of the best it, it had seen. As, as much as, as Houston struggled, they're not struggling uh, as an offense much. Um, I mean, they've got, you know, they lost Hopkins. They gave him away. But still, it's a, 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 a good fired-up offense. Right. Um, you know, uh, um, when you look at our, our run game, absolutely the best run game of the year, and the passing game, yeah. some of the best passing games. We were able not to turn the ball over. Um, you know, we, we just – every phase of the game looked the way it should look. Everything came together. It's one of those things, though. At this point, the best we can hit is nine and seven. Right. Uh, so honestly, it's Vegas odds. You know, you're going to Vegas and you're going with a with a few thousand dollars, the last of your savings. You don't have any money left. Right. So what you're asking me is, should I go to Vegas with the last <laughs> of my money? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And I, and I can't, I can't help but to agree with you. Uh, it was, it looked, the game looked excellent. It looked excellent on all levels. Um. But I can't help but say, like, this is Chicago. Um, I don't think uh, we're the type of a city, and our, our team is one that's just going to roll over and lay down and, you know, play dead, for lack of better words. Um, you know, I think we're going to go out there and ball, and I'm, I'm actually – I was excited to see that because that is an option that a lot of teams take. You get what I'm saying? So but just say, but let, me, let, me inter- let me interrupt you, nephew. I feel like two weeks ago against the Packers and then against the Lions, we, we did roll over. Yeah, we were that team. I, I feel like we rolled over. I, I don't feel like we had the same level of fight as we did this week. I, I can't I can't disagree with you, but I don't understand that. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't understand that. I well, don't understand why a team is, that's capable um, one week comes out and plays one way one week. The next week is a completely different way. And we just look like a completely different team. This week is the first time, like you said, we look good on, on all phases of the game. Um, but just think about it. Uh the the last week when we saw the the um 
those those guys from our division that I don't like to speak on highly. Um, and they came in. We pretty much, like you said, we rolled over. But our offense looked uh, looked to be pretty good. Looked to be at a level that that we hadn't seen all season. So it's almost just like who who are we really? You get what I'm saying? Is and, our, are and we a defensive team or what are we? And I would say that that's still the question is still it's open. My question. The question is still open. I'm gonna say you know I'll tell you what it feels like, and, and we could be completely wrong, but I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like we've been a little bit intimidated. You know, I, 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 I hearken back to Mike Tyson. I mean, Mike Tyson, without uh, question, was one of the most powerful knockout boxers that ever entered the ring. Right. Uh, and some of his knockouts came, um, I believe, because the guy lost before he stepped in the ring. Right. You know, he, he's already sitting there trying to figure out how can I avoid getting hit by Mike Tyson as I enter this boxing contest? Which, that's the wrong sentence. Right. You know, Evander Holyfield figured out in short order, how can I uh, withstand his power but eliminate his advantage? And he did. And he was able to do it, you know, twice. He did it twice, proving it was no fluke. He figured out. And, And I think sometimes... Uh, uh, it yeah, feels be- like, yeah, we get in the uh, on the field, and especially against those those guys from Wisconsin, and we get on the field, and, and sometimes we just look intimidated. Yeah, you know, we look like, oh my God, what's what are they doing? It's too confusing, you know. Right. A- and and I think you know this almost feels like a, a you know, we, we that's what, you know, what what are you gonna say? I'm just I'm, I'm at a loss for words. That's what it is. Well, you know, to speak on those Tyson days, like you did. We need to be that team where it's like when we, when we're getting kind of upset, they might have some kind of slight advantage of us. Bite it, bite the ear, bite an bite the ear. ear, bite an ear. Let them know, like you know, you're not just gonna take advantage of me. You're not just gonna whoop on me. I got some fight in me, man. And I, I you know, it, it was a disqualification, but you, you understand my metaphor, man. I, right. I feel like we need to fight back, fight back. And um, to see them able to play the way they did this past week, it definitely raises my eyebrow to wonder, like, what, what happens in, in the other weeks. Hey, and, and let's just talk about this week a little bit. First, you know, much maligned Mitch Trubisky. You know, here's a guy who started off with a winning record, uh, throwing way more touchdowns than picks, two fourth-quarter comebacks, and then got benched for, right. that, for that. For the season. For the season. And then gets back in there because of an injury to Foles. Right. Uh, but I, I'm going to call that the best game of his career. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the game, but as I looked back over the highlights, I'm, I was amazed at the, I can use the word touch and precision. Right. <laughs> I, I would say that, that previously Mitch would get the ball in the vicinity yeah. and the receiver had to go fight for it. Yeah. But this game, there was touch. The, the touchdown to Robinson Robinson was double double covered without any room, kind of moving almost sideways, trying to get away from the guys. And the ball just appears about waist high just between the arms of the defenders. Uh, you know, or the touchdown to Mooney. He, Mitch almost did a basketball shot, shooting it over the oncoming rusher, trying to get to him. If he had thrown a normal ball, that might have been a pick six. Right. But instead, he throws lost a basketball shot up, and it's a touchdown. And and there was a sidearm throw, underhand sidearm throw to commit for a first down. And I'm thinking, who the heck is this guy? 
<laughs> he's not full. Where did where did they, where did they put Mitch? I mean, right. I, I like Mitch, right. uh, uh, but he looked like a premier quarterback. He looked like um, I, I I'm afraid to say this sentence, but he was out there doing a Mahomes impression. You know, he wasn't just throwing the ball. Right. He had three, four, five different ways to get the ball to a receiver. Right. You know, underhand, overhand, basketball shot. You know, I'm, I'm just like, where, where was all that? Where has that been? You know, that was special. I like, I like that what you mentioned about uh, the, the confidence or the lack thereof. Sometimes, I think uh, Mitch, um, he's still to me, he's still young. He's still young. Um, you know, I, I think with a, a lot of times, um, you just you just need that confidence. You need the guys around you to have confidence in you, just to go out there and kind of let loose and kind of play a little bit. You get what I'm saying? You and you hit like, it on the head, nephew. Yeah. You hit it on the head because if you remember, Mitch only started one year, his senior year in college. Yeah. So he really is yeah. young as far as the field is concerned. Right. A lot of these guys, the Mahomes of the world, and and, and, and Watsons, they played three, four years of college ball as a starter from freshman year. Right. And right. then they come into the pro. They that's that's you're more mature as a player. Right. Your confidence is bigger. Right. You've been in the bad situations and conquered some of them. Right. But right. mostly, you know, aside from 2018, Mitch is just much maligned. It's been terrible. Yeah. His time with the Bears. And yeah. and so I liked I like seeing this in him. He looked very confident. He he it was impressive. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call out a name of a guy that um is probably uh, uh, uh Sam Mustafer. A big reason why he felt so confident. Right. Yeah. I mean Absolutely. Where'd this guy come from? <laughs> Undrafted, right? Undrafted. Undrafted. Yeah. Undrafted. A guy one year ago wasn't even considered good enough to make the NFL draft. Right. Comes in as a backup. And if we ever go back to anybody else's center while he's out there, I'm thinking this guy is like an Olin Krutz. Right. He's as a second year player, he's holding down that offensive line in that center position, which really is the quarterback of the line. Right. He's directing his line and and they're not just run blocking, they're pass blocking. But the run block is crazy. We got 80 yards on the first on the offensive first play. play. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's good. And when I looked it back again, look back at the highlights, I'm counting. The, the Texans had five men on the line, including Watt, three linebackers behind them, and then kind of the safeties wondering. So they had it bunched up. And we blocked every the oh, guess who was unblocked on that play? Who? JJ Watt. Right. I knew you were gonna say that. It was crazy, but it was a great risk. They blocked everybody but Watt, which honestly makes sense. That's like, you know, choosing not to guard Jordan sometimes. You right. know if he he's gonna score anyway. Right. So if you stop everybody else, you right. might win. Right. And and sure enough, they just didn't block him and they went the other way. They went you know, they went away from him. It was right. like, look, this guy's, he's going to eat up a double team. 
So we might as well just not block him and see if Montgomery's faster than him. Well, we already know Montgomery's faster than J.J. Watt. Right. Right. <laughs> the film proves it. Watt didn't even chase him down the field. Right. <laughs> it's just like, he's gone. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. And he was. And he was. He was. <laughs> and he was. You know? uh, and the same kind of, it wasn't the exact same formation, but the same kind of play came up later where Montgomery almost got a first on like, it was, I don't know, it was a third and 15 or third and 20. Yeah. And Montgomery goes like to the, he, he was like within a yard or so of the first. And JJ Watt actually did chase him down. <laughs> so, so Watt of was course. like, I'm not going to be on You're the film twice right. <laughs> of not chasing this guy out of right. Because everybody else was blocked. Watt fought through his block and Watt, Watt is trying to, and he did catch him because Montgomery made a couple jukes. Yeah. And, um, Watt just kept running straight, and finally Montgomery jukes over, and Watt gets him. But, I mean, okay, let's talk about it. Man, run blocking, off the chain, 10 yeah. yards of carry from Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, did he have 300 yards on the ground? Montgomery? Yeah. No. No. Uh, 200? No. No, oh. because they're not going to let him do that. It's almost like – uh. Jordan in college, and it's like we're just not gonna let you. Once you get twenty, you're sitting down. Yeah, once it's you get what it looks like. You, yeah, because because he got, to, he got. Uh, if I believe it was 111, and that was it. So he he basically got to run the ball 11 times, for for, for 10 yards of carry, and um, they were done. Yeah. I mean, and, and 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 they just went away from handing the ball to Montgomery again. I didn't see any of his other breakout plays repeated. Right. So now we have at least three plays where he had enormous runs this season. Right. If we don't use all three of those plays the last week of the year against the pack, trying to win this whole thing, then I'm just going to blow my head off. I'm just I'm going to stick some dynamite in my mouth and just <laughs> light it. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's how I feel most of the time when, when I see um, they're not allowing Montgomery to have those breakout games. Um, I don't know. I'm, I was definitely excited about this game. I wanted to ask you a question, though. Go ahead. Our, our defense, the last two weeks, I've been wondering where they were. I had called. I made some calls. Um, Matt came came to play. Matt what, came to play. What what's, is it? Now I just want to know. I just want to know, help me understand. Is our defense going out there and just picking and choosing when they feel like coming to play, or what is it? Because some days, I mean, maybe it's the matchups. Of course, the tech, uh, you know, they, um, you know, the, the defense isn't, you know, and they didn't too much double, double Mac. Um, so, I mean, it, it, you know, of course, that's different. Most teams are going to double team Mac, and maybe it's a different scheme that, that, that they use, but. I don't know. Some days it seems like our defense comes to play, and other days, like the last two weeks prior to this one, we were just getting treated like some schoolgirls. And I don't. Well, you know. I'm going to say a couple things. One, I do feel that our defense does not give the same level of energy mm-hmm. every game. Okay, that's, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, that 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 I I think you can't argue that because there are some times when we face even teams that that we should just dominate where we struggle defensively right but i'm i'm gonna say this week i'm gonna hang the entire incredible defensive performance on one guy let me hear a guy we drafted last year and completely forgot about duke shelley duke shelley when you look at the film Mm. of the packers game 
what you see is Buster Screen chasing receivers all over all the field. Over the and 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 when I say chasing, I mean, oh, you mean chasing, th- chasing. Behind three, you. four, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All you got to do is is Aaron, and you're you expect Aaron Rodgers not to put that ball in front of that guy, right. and, and have a big, you know, and but Shelly, I, I here here's a key, here's a key. Um, one of the things that defines a great cornerback um, actually can be not a lot of tackles. And I say that because if you're really good at coverage, if you're so good at coverage that either people are terrified to throw the ball your way or they just can't get a completion, you're not going to get a lot of tackles. Right. Right. It's, it's when you, it's when you're always when someone's always catching the ball on you that you're going to get tackled all the time as a cornerback. Right. So, uh, you know what? Hey, Duke Shelley, helped our defensive top protect those receivers ability to get open enough that we had time to get to the quarterback. Yeah. I think that's how you get to seven sacks. I don't think uh, you can't get to seven sacks. If you can't cover the receivers. Absolutely not. You can't. I agree. You can't. And, and the only big leakage I saw play was, uh, um, I was pretty sad. My boy Action Jackson got burnt on their only touchdown. Right. He got burnt. He wasn't he wasn't in the vicinity. Yeah. He was he looked like Screen did against the Packers. He was <laughs> he was chasing the guy. The guy was gone. He was wide open. Right. Yeah. He probably bit on the pump fake because well, uh Watson had to pump fake and pull magic to be able to get the ball off. But Jackson probably bit on the pump fake, and then his guy disappears, and it's touchdown. Right. But but aside from that, we we you know there's no way you can get sacks like that if your coverage stinks. Yeah, yeah. You have Mac, you have Nichols, you have Akeem Hicks. You've got to cover for at least three seconds. Right. You've got to give them a chance as experts in their job to get to that quarterback. That I think is where what we've been missing. It's just, it just hasn't been there. Right. Uh, what do you think? Okay. Um, you know what? Here's a question. First of all, can we win out? Yes. Yes, we can. And, and not only can we, we actually need to, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? If we're going to, if we're, if we're going to come out there and, um, and fight and still put it all in line and, and try to make a push for this thing, which I, I think we should, I think we always should, uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, win these games. I think um, we're still gonna see. We see the Vikings again. We'll see the Pack again, and, and we got to get those wins. Uh, they they got us. Um, it, it's in our hands. We've got to. Yeah. We, if we if we beat the Pack and we beat Minnesota, those are two divisional and two uh, NFC games. We right. put ourselves in the best position to get that final wild card spot. Right. The extra wild yeah. card spot. Right. And, and we and you know, those games we 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 played actually pretty pretty terrible actually uh, against the um the pack. So I, in my mind, that's a game that we should be fired up, and, and especially the defense because they looked awful. They should they should want to come out there and, and make up for that. I and think we got. And Duke Shelley is that difference because I, when we're yep. playing uh, the Cheeseheads. We're gonna definitely need some coverage, man. So we we can, gotta we have can get, coverage. We can get to the quarterback. So I, I think, yeah. I mean, the question is: Is Duke Shelley gonna be the Sam Mustafer 
and Alex Bars of the defense where he came out and played so great that that's it. It's their job. Right. You know, I think Mustafa is our center going forward, period. We don't need to draft a center. Can I ask you we got him. What is it about the, the team management or, or whatever, the staff, that, that allows you to have um, uh, less than desirable performances out of some of your guys and it's like you got these guys on the bench, and it's like you didn't know anything about them. It's almost like you had a a, a, a mutant sitting on your bench, and it's like, oh, I didn't know he had special powers. We've been leaving this other guy in there all this time. It's like you got guys sitting on the bench, and they are the coaches just like not familiar with those guys. You know what? I, I, the Bears have always been quote unquote loyal to their players. I'm gonna put quotes around the it. starters. You mean because yeah. they're all the players? Okay, right? thank you. Go with the ones thank that, you. that are productive. I mean, I remember seeing times loyal where, to their starters to the Bulls when we were winning with the Bulls. There were times where coach would get the nod. I mean, Robin was our most. He was our starter for the most most of the time. But sometimes we needed that that offense. Let's go, go, go with coach. I mean, it, I just think it only makes sense. Yeah, we we just we play our starters first. Period. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think management is paying them a lot of money, and they say, "Look, give me my. This is what you said you wanted. I bought it. Give me my money's worth." Right. I get you it. know, if if I buy a Mercedes and it sits in the in in the in the garage all the time, and I drive my. Uh, 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 Chevy Chevette <laughs> from 1980, you know, <laughs> right. you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But let me ask you this. So we got three games left. Robinson's eclipsed 1,000 yards again. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Allen Robinson. Another great season. Right. Can he beat his 2015 result of 1,400 yards, his best season ever? Do you see, uh, uh, do you see that as a possibility? That would take three awesome games. Yeah, um, I do, I do, because I think the offense is clicking right now. I think the offense has been looking great uh, since Mitch's uh, return. Um, I just know teams happen to focus on him a lot. You get what I'm saying? He's our, he's our, he's our number one, and um, teams sometimes seem to focus on him where we got to look for some other guys. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at that happening. But I definitely think he's more, more than capable. Um, and, and just by the mere fact, if he's if he's attacking the game with, with that with with that in mind, like you get what I'm saying, which I think he does, then I think at the very least he's going to make the other teams have to account for him in a, in a major way, and it, and it should help us. You I think that's called a us. double team. He's right. going to take up two guys every yeah, time he's on the field. He so here's a here's the follow up question to that: What do we do with the unsigned Robinson? Sign him. I don't. I, Sign him. I know. The, I know how how we are in Chicago about paying our guys and things like that. We we let too uh, too much opportunity walk away. We we have some. We have a good thing going. Um, I hate to see us like kind of dwind, dwindling and 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 limbo kind of like we, we're a good team. We're not a good team. It's like we really don't know. We're like right on the cusp. You get what I'm saying? And, um, I don't know. I just like to see them pay. Keep the guys that are doing good. Get rid of the guys that aren't doing their job, and get some guys in here that want to win to replace the ones that aren't doing well. But the people that come to play every day and they go out there and and, and do their job, reward them for that. Pay them for that. Reward. Pay them. Pay. And and I agree with you. Cut the guys that aren't that aren't doing their job. If you you consist, you know, everybody may have a bad day, but right. if you consistently don't do your job, it's time to move yeah, on. Yeah, shake hands and let, and let you go. Thank a- you. Because there's guys like Duke We don't Duke need to Shelley. be loyal to our players. We need to be loyal to the job that, that they're supposed to be doing. We need to be loyal to the, to the team and what the team is about. As, as long as our team is doing well, that's what, is what, is what it should be about. You get what I'm saying? Just like I get with any, you. Just like with any job. So now looking at uh, Montgomery's at 760. Now he's got three games left. 
it's my personal opinion that if Montgomery doesn't hit a thousand yards, we don't have a prayer of winning those three games. He yeah. needs at least a hundred. He needs more than a hundred yards per game. They need to stop limiting him like he's a, uh, you know, they treat him like he's a prize racehorse. Well, right. he's run his quarter mile for the day. Go rest him. Right. <laughs> Feed him and You're rest right. him. You're right. You're right. Let, I hate that. I hate that. Let, let him, especially when we get to the Packers, let him have a crazy day on the Packers. Yeah. Let 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 that guy hit 199 or something I, like I that. I feel like make them stop him any game. Embarrass <laughs> them. Right. I want to see us embarrass the Packers. I want the Packers as mad as they were in 2018. Mm-hmm. I, I I really want to see that. I want to see them. It, it, the other thing I think it does is we may end up facing them if we made the playoffs. We may end up facing the Packers at some point. Mm-hmm. And you got to have that game where you beat them so bad they're over-focused on something. Right. Right. No, I get that. I get yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, we definitely owe the pack. It's always good to see them hanging their heads in shame, losing to us. That's the only thing that's right. Speaking of Montgomery, is there any good reason of limiting him? Matt, mm-hmm. we've, we've discussed this so many times. I'm, I'm thoroughly disgusted to see him um, – have breakout runs, breakout games, and it's just like they're just holding them back. It's almost like they don't want them to get over so many yards for whatever reason it is. But I feel like let them go out there and have those days. Let them, you know, let them go out there and have those games where it's just like there's nothing you can do to stop them. So we're going to keep giving them the ball. And I feel like that, that's what they should do. So that when we go and face teams, we can have them worried about him, just what you spoke of, so that Mitchell Trubisky can go out there and have those same type of games because you're focused on this part of the game. I think when they're able to focus in on, on – when they're able to focus in on uh, making us one-dimensional, I think that's when we're not any good. And I Truth. Think, I think when we get to um, – and I think it was, matter of fact, la- last week, um, both weeks actually, we, we kind of we stall out. Uh, even after we got the big lead in this game, uh, they stopped going. They stopped going to the run so much, and we didn't score much more. Hey, than hey, game. we scored six points in the second half. Yeah, six points. Now, now, three points in the third quarter I was for us. We didn't make it to forty. So hey, we had hey, thirty at halftime. Hey, hey, nephew, three points in the third quarter for us is a it's big great. deal. It's that's great. that's like a that's like a, 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 a that's like a sale at your favorite barbecue restaurant. Yeah, but it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. If if you're if your run game, if the game is clicking for you like that, it, to me, it makes no sense that you come back out there and just stop yourself. You know right. what I'm saying? You're just not even going to give yourself. We're just going to – we're not going to do what worked for us the last part of the game for whatever reason. You know, it's, it's – Yeah, no, that it doesn't make any sense. Now, honestly, you know, if we're really going to beat the good teams, we've got to be able to keep that going. We got to. We got it, to. It, just give me – all you needed was one touchdown in each of those quarters. Right. Or I'll even take a field goal in the third because for some reason we're terrible in the third. We got to do better. No, I'll take a field goal every third quarter, <laughs> and, and and give me a touchdown in the fourth. Right. So get, if you get a field, if you get ten points in the second half with our defense, you should be fine. Yeah. You should be, and you don't get the defense pissed off. I was about to say our yeah. defense from this past showing you mean. Well, I think our defense all year, you know, I think – I'm going to say this. When you – the way we started – The Packers and the Lions game is what I was referring to specifically. Well, I know, I know. But the, think about the way we started this game. First play, 80-yard drive. We ran the ball. It's a tough physical sentence. You know, we didn't even get an 80-yard bomb. That's cute. Yeah. We we proved we, – it was like we hit you so hard with our blocks that it was over. I mean, basically, at, at you know four yards out, 
it was nothing but, you know, he had two guys to beat and Robinson out there helping him. Right. You know, so, you know, it's like, hey, it's over. And if we do that where we really, really – I need that. I mean, the way we scheduled the, the – the, there's no reason for losing the Detroit game. But the fact that we had three running touchdowns in the first half, you know, like you said, we got away from the run and the game got away from us. Right. Um, but we've got to be able to, you know, we've got to work our way through that. I, I agree. We can't, I, 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 we're never going to be all run and we shouldn't be all run, but you know, it, we gotta, we've got to balance and, right. and we're not even close to balanced. No, we're not. not even, not we're even not. close. So, uh, you know, I, I'll say this, look, now that we won this game like this, we're going for it. We're in Vegas. We put our money on the table. Yeah. We're all in for the rest of the season. We we didn't you know if we if we were five and eight we'd be battling for maybe fourth or fifth spot in a wild card because the guys out in the NFC East are suddenly pretty decent right um, so we might we might have easily come up fifth or sixth and and, and you know a number five pick number six pick every round is fantastic right so um, I would say that you know we're all in right now we're all in I I just hope that um, Duke Shelley continues to play that, that, that nickel corner. Right. Um, I just hope that we amp up a Montgomery's runs just a little bit as the season comes to an end, give him at least an average of 15. I want to see him run the ball 45 times minimum right. between now and the end of the year. Um, hopefully that'll get him about uh, uh, 375, 400 yards on the ground. Right. That would, I think, that sentence right there uh, uh, predicts three wins. And I think with the number of wild cards that are out there, it's very possible that we get one. That we get one with with nine and seven. Nine and seven is is on a normal season. Nine and seven is almost for sure being at home. Right. But this year in Corona times, with an extra wild card, nine and seven could be a ticket to the playoffs. But you know, you realize that's probably means you're going to face the Saints yeah, or whoever's whoever's on top. On. Bring them on. Bring them on. But Bring let's on. get to the playoffs because that's 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 the real deal. All you got to do is win the game that win the next game. Right. And, and honestly, if you're nine and seven and you beat the number one team every game after, that's easier. Right. Right. You know, that's kind of like the Giants when they won the Super Bowl against the perfect Patriots. Right. Hey, they they barely made it in the playoffs as a wild card team. You take out that number one team, you know, boom. Right. <laughs> and so we just took out they took out the the best team in the uh, 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 in the wild card round, and then went and took out the best team in the divisional round. Well, what's left? Right. Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> you know, so if we go in and we could we can win those two games, um, you know, we're sitting there at the NFC Championship and. Is it we have the talent to be there, right? And I mean, the, the guy we saw quarterback at number 10, if he quarterbacks like that the rest of the year, I you know, I, I, I was we impressed. Yeah, we, we got, got chances. chances, we got chances. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Oh, no, we just got to keep it, keep the momentum going and bear down, man. If we one thing I do want to actually say, Chicago fans, Chicago. Fans, I think uh, I think it's really something to the to the way that the fans 
and just the city in general, man. We, the Bears get a real bad rep, and I, I, I hate it. I hate it because not a, uh, a lot of cities, when you think about it, uh, some cities never win. You know what I'm saying? So in Chicago, I feel like we're one of those places where we've been spoiled to actually win things. So we kind of expect that. We expect to be good. We expect to, you know, make the playoffs and, and things like that. Um, but I think sometimes it's about that. It's about that uh, – you know, like uh, the the energy that the city gives, like getting behind your team. There's so many people in Chicago that I see that are Packers fans that it just disgusts me. It disgusting. Just, it just disgusts me. And we're talking Bears, and we're bearing down. And um, I, but I think there's something to that. We have to stand stand behind our team too. Like this is Chicago, and, and win or lose, you, you still got to come and play against the Bears. So I want us to put out uh, put out our the best team that we can, and go out there and play the best ball that we can. And for any Chicago Packers fans. We're coming for you too. Don't try to celebrate with us when we win and when things are going well. Don't celebrate with Don't us. Celebrate with Don't us. do it. Don't do it. Hey, I'm with you. I, I, you got me motivated to fight these next three weeks. I'm, I'm pumped up. I don't want a great pick in the draft. I want us to be nine and seven, knocking at the door of the playoffs, right. saying, let me in. Right. Let me in. And then the guys that we do pick, we'll, we'll find the more undrafted guys like uh, Mustafa. We'll, we'll find the guys that, that, that we need to, to sustain it. All we got to do is go out there and play. There we go. That's there it. we go. Well, I'm Uncle. And I'm Nephew. And, and we're, we're Talking Bears. Talking Bears.